Apex Central listeners, you can find us every Monday through Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. I look, I look good as fuck today. Hair's not great. The rest of it looks good. Hey, Ben Mintz. How are we doing, Brandon? Good, good. How are you? Doing doing good. Uh, really underrated, y'all. We talk about like great sports weekends on this show. The PGA Championship, Preakness, NBA, NHL playoffs, and Rough and Rowdy Friday night. Pretty pretty big one I had. It is, but here's here's my thing about the Preakness. Loses its luster. Yeah, if the Derby winner ain't in it, it's kind of bullshit. It's still... They should, they should be required to be in it, or at least give them a million dollars or it's something. still three minutes of time, which is not a lot to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I, I feel like the Derby winner ought to be... Uh, let's figure out a way to make sure we get the Derby winner in it always. I don't know why it wouldn't run a run, but um, I, I, it's we been don't ex- know horse racing. explained to me just that uh, it would be, could be te- potentially detrimental. Worse, right? Yeah. To go and perform in that race and do poorly. Detrimental to its future stud fees and everything. Yes, yes that's that. how it's yeah. explained to me by people who know. What you're playing with house money at this point. You are, you know. But I think, they, like, don't these guys usually show up at Saratoga? No, the Belmont's a longer race, and so a lot of times they'll skip the Preakness to train for the Belmont because the it. Belmont's a different yeah, yeah, race because yeah. it's longer. Okay. That's the thing. Basically, I was explained to me they already hit the lotto with the stud fee. Like, why right. would you double down on it? Right. You already won. You won big. Yeah. Like, get out. You're you're up. I almost basically basically saying leave the blackjack table. You're up huge. I, I totally get that, but the the what if to me though? I double still, down. Yeah. Oh yeah, like you have to know if you could win it. Well, I think it's yeah. easy to. I'm I saying know, when you already, you already won about as like you can't really. It's almost not going to get any like yeah. any better. That makes sense. It's like it's like draft stock. Like you're already you're already the number one pick. The 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 chance of being a one hit wonder that that wouldn't hurt hurt the stud fee either. Like if you're. If, if if I'm if I've got a female horse and I want to create a race horse and you've got a horse that won one race and then you and and then you got scared, I I don't know if I believe in the quality of that horse. I think that's fair. I don't know just the way I don't know much about it. The way it was explained to me, people who know what they're talking about that the risk the juice probably isn't worth the squeeze. Right. You've already won big. I wouldn't want to be a teasing stallion. No, that would be awful. Yeah. You know what those are. Yeah, come in and get the ladies hot and bothered, and then the then the then the thoroughbred comes in and does his business. Honestly, how I know it from is uh, from Jackass. They have a scene where they like they have the horse. They think it's fucking the horse. Yeah. They slide almost like a pocket pussy in it, mm-hmm. and it fucks the pocket pussy, and it comes, and the guy drinks the cum. Wow, that was a it lot. Took a turn for that was a well, Jackass. You, so it always takes a turn. But I, I that's I never watched that particular one. It was one of the movies. Yeah, he goes like the horse is fucking, and then they take the they take it out and they stick it they stick his dick yeah, in the thing in like, the bottle. Wild shit, wild. Did you like Jackass Four? Loved it. I saw it in theaters. Jackass Forever, whatever it is. The, the, yeah, the, the I, I watched it. Streaming, I liked it. So I guess it lost a little of its luster. Also, it's a little weird. These guys are like sixty, as old as Brandon, and they're out there fucking putting their bodies at risk. Early one nothing lead. It's, for it's wild. It's great. You know, I thought they. Li- I thought even though they're older, they still were doing shit on par oh, with what they were doing. Definitely. Which I was like, all right, like kudos to them. They're still Knoxville's. Who so they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knoxville's a fucking maniac. I mean, the guy took a fucking a punch in the balls from Francis Ngannou. Yeah. Um. I know we're not going to spend too much time on hockey. Can we get the hockey out of the way real quick? I blew it. God. 
I watched Rangers that. missing that open netter with four minutes is inexcusable. Not open netter, but like they had that guy. I watched, had I watched the entire. Dead. I watched the entire game. They dominated the first two Head periods. Should have had them, and then they played not to lose third period, and freaking Carolina scored with two minutes left, and then they gave that. Yeah, that I mean, was that was a golden opportunity. They're gonna, they're going to regret that one. Well, hundred percent. It's at home, game one. Yeah, uh, Brandon, you'll like this too. Hot ice. We get Elio on. We're like, all right, what's your best bet? He's like, you know, I'm not giving baseball. Gave us the Florida Panthers every which way possible tonight. Loves the Florida Panthers. Loves the Florida Panthers. Down one no, one nothing at home. Yeah, to make it even uh, against the uh, line. I, I actually like the under there. Uh, that's the the. Hey, listen, unders in hockey and not a way to live. Uh, no, but I got I, Calgary, uh, Edmonton. Left. It has to. Well, yeah, that that's a that nine to six. That's crazy, but. It has to switch at some point when yeah. it gets a little when the competition gets more e- right. gets even. I mean, everybody said the Rangers were dead. They held them. T- you know, that's an under last night. So, yeah. Well, they had seven straight overs, right. and then yep. uh, if we were good gamblers, we would have spotted that spot. Yeah, we would have seen that spot, but we're not outside of Big F sometimes. Not really. Not, not Although you're, in a, you're doing all right football. in baseball. Pretty you're good, good college baseball. Brandon, you're good college football for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll say. Well, I didn't. I can identify my big games in college. I'm basketball, the best college football, football gambler in this in the company. Day to day, yeah, was yeah, better yeah. last year. But I can always I on the on the I was much better the year before. In bazooka games, I do well. I was up sixty units year before. Six. I don't know about well. I was up. I'm I'm telling you. At at one point. I'm sorry. I was up fifty. If you remember, I was up fifty units in college football. I was down fifty units in NFL football. It was the most beautiful synergy you've ever seen. Hmm. That's fair enough. Can't come with the king. But I was up. I'll come with the. I was up like forty in both. Yeah. I'm good on the bazookas when it's when I load up on a game. I'm good on a load up. It's bazookas in football. It's hammer plays in uh, in basketball. Bazooka, okay. What Travel is it in hockey? Uh, if I ever put a hammer play in a hockey game, throw me off the show. We need to name your big bets and every like golf. Morikawa, was that your uh, big dog bet? That's your drive. Uh, that's the every. Day. I mean, that's the consistency. That's your. Uh, that's called, that's called usual. We call that the usual. Is he uh, walking to a diner? We get the usual. usual yeah. Is he off to a good start? He's off at one thirty. I'm about to pull up. The Probably doesn't help I'll pull him up the weather right now. Yeah, I, everybody this morning was going low. Alan yeah. Torres went out, but I think he he bogeyed. Uh, I know Rory started hot too. Yep. Yeah, several Took people. Speed head to head against Rory. Max Homa, uh, Max Homa went out. Yep. Good. So I don't know what the standings are right now. I got Rory, 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 Rory four under leading. Abraham answered D Raleigh, both three under Burmester. Burmester, who I don't know, three under Kermeister. I think it's Burmester. John Daly. Burmester. It's two under. Yeah. Burma, Burma. That ain't gonna last though. He'll get to Saturday. He'll get tired. Shout out Daly. And Rory coming out. Yeah. He had a lot of momentum because he had that crazy final round in Augusta where he yeah. ran up second. Has we're due. We're due for a good major. The majors have been bad recently. We need like eight guys in contention. And Mickelson winning this last year was pretty. When's pretty, the last? Yeah. When's the last time we had a real good major? Like like uh, Masters wasn't good. And the last couple Masters hadn't been. Matsuyama won. Matsuyama ran away with yeah, ran last, year. last year. Sucks when nobody. I mean, like I said, Phil winning at fifty last year was pretty. Yeah, but the turn. What I'm saying the, is, is the, the Tiger Masters. Yeah, yeah, that was. A, oh yeah, 19. there was a ton of guys in the race on Sunday. That was that was three years ago now. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, they also golf should have a major on the West Coast. One out of every at at least I think one every year. What's their grass? Uh, Poana. No, but reg- we talk about primetime golf. Yeah, that that prime time. The, it's I, nothing, you know. Father's Day weekend, you go with one, your dad, like hang out, like at a barbecue. You're going well, I there. I can't really do that. Okay, that's not a shot though, for the general public. Uh, truthfully, it was not a shot. Prime time golf. I don't know. I just I think it's I think it's the right. Remember thing when Fox do. did it the first time? I believe they were in Washington. I think Spieth won that one. Uh, oh, I thought that was the one. D- no, that that was the one. It was the one. It was the one. DJ choked. Yes. All right, but didn't Spieth win it? 
Yes, he did. Right, yeah. Spieth did, Spieth yes, did yes. win it. Yeah, Spieth okay. was the beneficiary. He, he had like a two putt from like yeah, six yeah, feet yeah, to win yeah. it, and he missed. Yeah, uh, and but that was that was incredible because yeah. I was watching it at like ten o'clock at night, and I, I thought I would hate Joe Buck on the call, and I, I ended up loving Joe Buck on the call in golf. And I don't, I'm not a Joe Buck guy. There's not much to add to golf. I feel like I don't think you Uncle Vern, really man, Uncle Vern's no, voice, Jim Nance's yeah. voice. Uh, I, something about I, like, I like Van Pelt even. The dude Cole, the dude who's like barely on the tour and off at Cole, I forgot his last name, is funny as hell on there now. He'll just talk about gambling and like take yeah. shots at people and stuff. He's he's uh, God, I don't God, think there's a lot of man. flair to add to golf. You know what I mean? Like you kind of just set up the shots. No, you have to add wit. You okay. have to you have yeah, to yeah, add yeah. you have to add uh tongue in cheek. It's a good one line one liner sport. For sure. But I think the opinion stuff in football and baseball it drives people nuts about Buck. I just don't see where that is in golf. Who are the two I mean? one liner guys in golf? It was is Gary McCord and David Faraday. Yeah. They're, they're both uh one CBS, one or I don't think Faraday's on it. And they do the voiceovers for Tiger Woods too. With Maybe. David Faraday, I think. Uh, probably. I don't know. Are you on one today? I feel like you're on one I feel today. Like I got a lot of energy. Yeah, I've just I've been in a good mood this this week. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, just a lot of energy. Yeah, it's been fun. The office has been great. It's nice to be a tourist in New York City, huh? Yeah, it is, dude. I definitely feel like a stranger in my hometown but, or whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's been fun, man. A lot, a lot going on. All right, we're going to get to uh, 1230. We take your calls. 888-STOOL-22. For 20 minutes, we will take your calls. 888-STOOL-22. 888-STOOL-22. We can talk picks. We can talk football. We can talk whatever you'd like to talk about. It was good time management. We got golf and hockey right out of the way. Yeah, and now we have 20 minutes to get these three topics in, in and Perfect. then we'll, we'll – I'm a great time manager. Old Nost is the guy's name. My bad. I think you're thinking of Colin Jost, the weekend update uh, anchor. Don Allen resident. I don't know. People are texting me. It's Cold Nost. Who's texting you? Me- messaging me on Twitter. Okay. All right. That's so why I'm the show. Nobody – yeah. Nobody's awake in Louisiana yet. 11, 11 a.m. Uh, you you tweet out. Yeah, I had a call. Actually, work, a couple of my people texted. Can't wait to see Pick Central to see what Brandon specifically has to say about all this SEC saving yes. Jimbo's stuff. Are they Ole Miss fans? Uh, no, it's just they're from Louisiana. Is so. that your topic? But Is it on there. Oh yeah, it's on okay. there. Oh yeah, I've been I've been oh. looking at my shops to talk about. Oh that. yeah, yeah. 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 I, have a, I have a take too. Jimbo, uh, real quick. You want me to be a friend today? The Mets have a day game, and Scherzer got hurt last night. Fair warning. You want to go out for lunch? I'm being your friend. Fair enough. Thank you. Uh, that's a genuine friend. I don't. I don't think that it's. It's not. It doesn't matter. Frank's on the way to West Virginia. Oh, I was gonna say I haven't seen the. Time. All right. Yeah, he's okay. on the way to West Virginia. All right. Either way, I should get a point for that. You can't get a point for something that didn't, that didn't go in the basket. Fair. Didn't go in the basket. Um, I also painted the picture on hot ice, but I, I didn't realize he wasn't here today. Yes. Yeah. No, he's he's not here. I riled him up like last week, and him goes, "What the fuck did you do that for?" <laughs> I, I always I, – I will never react to Frank. I always react to the person who riles him up. I'm like, what are you – I've got really – What are you doing? Well, that was fresh off uh, spinning back with his lost producer. Then I got – Yeah, I, it, was, it wasn't a good – the 20 and 10 Mets. I'm I, like, yeah, it wasn't a good geez. friend. Yeah, it wasn't good. All right. The Dozen starts – the Dozen Trivia Show starts uh, Monday, Monday night uh, on, um, you know, all the channels, YouTube, all that. Uh, so watch the Dozen Trivia Show. Going to be fantastic. Great tournament. Incredible stuff. Worthy winner. I know. I'm not going to spoil it. I've said everything I'm going to say. That's it. I think I, I got away without saying anything. Watch the dozen. It's the, I think, pound for pound, the best product Barstool offers. That is my... And I, I will spoil nothing as well, but this, this tournament was just pure electricity, and there's tons of amazing moments. Very rare you can get a product that involves this many people in the office. Shout out, Jeff Dealer. 
888-STOOL-22, 888-STOOL-22. Um, so you can call in if you would like. We got Celtics heat tonight. We had uh, we had Warriors Mavs. We have the possibility. Now I'm going to bet the opposite way. We have the possibility of a couple of boring series here. If if the Heat come out tonight and like flex their muscle and win by 15, 20, like it, it's going to be a, a big road ahead for Boston. I'm picking Boston money line. I think they got a punch a punch in them, but I don't see anything out of the Mavs in Game One that makes me think we're going to have to worry about that being a series. Yeah. Uh, like a I agree with seven that. So that's where, that's where I was interested to see where it takes, and I thought you were on it as well. I think you actually were all on it. When Milwaukee won game one, and you guys were just praising the Celtics, like, hey, they're going to get in you. Like, I don't see the Celtics going down 2-0. No, uh, down 0-2, I should say. Is that kind of the same feel here with Miami, or you think Miami's a little bit different of a dog? And I know they're the Miami champs. is a different dog. I think Miami is a different dog, but I think Boston does have that kind of battler in them they got that fight in them where they're gonna they're gonna overcome tonight and they're gonna defensively they're gonna clamp down i think this is the the low scoring game we thought although um, again i'm betting the opposite uh but i think this is just going to be a war and i i think boston is equipped to win wars and i i think i don't know every time they've faced a situation where if they don't win this game they're in real big trouble they win the game in these playoffs i actually think the other side i think the heat are gonna win at home but then boston's gonna fight back when they're at home is what i think's coming yeah it's tough um, What's the status of Horford and Smart? Out, I think out. Both out. Yeah, and Derek tough. White out now. He's having a kid. That's tough, man. So my my, my plan is, shit for Horford is like that's tough. You didn't see that one coming. My plan, I'm betting the Heat tonight, and I'm hoping the Heat win. They cover, and then I'm betting Celtics for the series. Yeah, I see that. I can see that logic. Okay. I bet they get up to at least probably over 200. They're plus 120 right now. Probably more than that. Yeah. That Down pressure is tough. Though. They're going to come back to the Garden. Smart's going to be back. Horford's going to be back. Atmosphere. I think they and I think they take two at home and then bang, it's even. That's yeah, how I'm trying to approach. I have. Uh, that's exactly how. I that's how I'm hoping. The hope, I'm betting the Heat tonight, so I'm hoping they they pull like it out tonight. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. Last night, first of all, there are no bigger hypocrites in this world than big time college football coaches. They're all full of shit. Every single one of them. Yours, his, his, his especially his, they're all full of shit. They're all lying. They're all, they're all equipped and they're all adept at doing things behind the scenes to make sure that what you see on the field is as good as it can be. And it is, it is a, a well-oiled machine at every single Division I school that has good football to, to make sure they're getting the right people playing football for them. They do what they got to do. Last night, the greatest college football coach of all time got up on stage and whined like a little crybaby bitch because somebody else is getting in line ahead of him for the groceries. Somebody else is in the checkout line first. And Jimbo Fisher, and he's not blameless here either. We live in a world where college football coaches have been have been living in secrecy for so long that they really haven't adapted to this new reality that we don't – People don't really care that players are getting paid. It's up to you now to adapt to this situation. Nick Saban basically said, basically said, Texas A&M bought all their players for this recruiting class, and that's not the right way to do it. And we've never done anything like that at Alabama. 
Alabama has been one of the dirtiest programs in America for years and years and years and years and years and will always be because they want to win. They want to win as badly as anybody. And Nick Saban knows how to play the game. He's a fucking pro. He's the best at it. He's not the greatest coach of all time because he knows how to dial up a fucking blitz. He's the best coach of all time because he knows how to go get the guys. Got the horse. And when he gets them, he develops them. And, 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 and when – when he takes, when Jimbo Fisher signs a number one class, and Saban sits up there say, whining about somebody buying the the players, it's disingenuous. It's lying. It's bullshit. It's full of shit. That's the game you play now, but it's the game you guys have been playing internally for forty goddamn years. He beats you. He beats you. He beats you to the recruits. Stop whining. Now on the other side, Jimbo does this hands up thing. What us? We. No, we didn't. We didn't. Fuck you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, you did. I was interested. Is, that these they, are my takes. That they called each other out. First off, I thought they hate each other. I thought Saban was a little riled because he wasn't the best coach on that panel. That's nor here nor there. You have to deliver the joke because nobody knows who else was on the panel. Oh, I thought they knew the picture. Oates was sitting next to him. Blazer looked great. Oh Jesus. Um, that's near here nor there. With that said, though, it is interesting to see that they kind of ratted each other out because it's almost like a like a robbery code. Right. Like, they all know they're stealing. A gentleman's agreed. A hundred percent. They all know they're stealing, and, like, that guy's going to be working for – like, the same thing we say about the NBA. Like, it is interesting that he did call out A&M by name. Mm-hmm. That, to me, was what the interesting part is. Isn't also Dion involved in this? Okay. We're going to get to everything. Yeah, fine. I'm just – Saban also – he basically said, uh, you know – Texas A&M is, is inducing these players by promising them, them NIL deals, and you're not supposed to give it to them until they get there. And that is, uh, you know, that rule is, has been bent and, and, and already, concoct, you know, gone in several different directions. But what Saban is saying is, we at Alabama do it right. We've set up the NIL things the right way, and we've done everything right. Okay, yeah, sure, that's great. You've got your paperwork done correctly now, but don't you dare – try to insinuate somebody else is doing things the wrong way, cheating. Uh, if we opened up the books on any of these fucking teams, it would be disgusting. Big Ev, I haven't let you talk yet. So so my take was a little different than yours on at least the Jimbo part. Maybe I didn't see the full clip. I didn't see as much of him kind of like putting his hands up like, well, we're innocent. I took his take as more like, if you want to dig up dead bodies, we can dig up dead bodies. Like, if you want to talk skeletons in the closet, who the fuck are you, Nick Saban, to talk about? skeletons in our closet like you got more skeletons than anybody and Jimbo knows that better than anybody so I mean I that was more the way I took it maybe I didn't see the full clip like I didn't take it as him saying we're so innocent I just took it as Nick Saban like you said being a little bitch and crying about it I mean when he's complaining about fucking and listen I obviously understand we have a relationship with Dion and Jackson State but you're talking about HBCU stealing a recruit like you just sound like such a poor sport like you've just won everything forever. You've been as everyone knows how dirty you are, even though there's no like on paper proof, blah, blah, blah. Like we all know. Anyone right. with a brain knows. If you followed the game for years, you understand what goes on at all the big schools. I mean, for him to sit there and get up on stage and call out guys personally like A and M for they beat him. I don't know if there's obviously they don't like each other. They beat him last year. I don't know. It just it's just crazy for me for him, like just so tone deaf, like yeah. zero self awareness. How many times has Nick Saban swooped into the last minute and gotten a recruit that was going to go somewhere else like, out of yeah, a state, and, like, and then and then that guy gets to Alabama, has to transfer three years later because he was he, he never got playing time. Yeah, the only other time, do y'all remember when the only other time I remember Nick Saban like really bitching publicly like this was when the spread offense was changing the game and he lost a few games and he was saying that was unfair with all the the spread offense rules and yep. then he adapted. Let me be. Clear. 
clear. He's the greatest coach of all time in college without, football. Without question. Without question. He's won in an era where you shouldn't be winning this much. Uh, logo behind us. It's game time. Behind us. Is he secretly, like, worried about himself? Is he almost a little insecure? I know it's a crazy oh, no, thing he, to say. Yeah, of course he's insecure. You know, I think the most successful people in this world are insecure. Right. Not, not as insecure as you, but uh, they are insecure one-to-one. Uh, they they are always driven. They never yeah. get complacent. He is insecure. Remember a couple years ago when he beat the holy shit out of somebody to open the season, and all we talked about was when uh, Maria Taylor asked him, what about the quarterbacks? I'm not going to say it, so quit asking. Like, he's being a, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah, dick yeah, for yeah. no reason. Like, he's got that – he's got an insecure jerk inside of him that drives him to be the greatest coach ever. Right. I mean, you talk about, too, like, A&M beat him, right? Who's the national champion? Georgia. Like, the gap is – NIL, these teams have, like, the ammo that he has. Like, maybe it's not all going for him anymore. Like, all the boxes are not checked. He's just a little – he's getting towards the tail end. He's older. Like he's a little worried. Like, shit, I might not – you know what I mean? Like, they're catching up. It's no, it's no, It's The race is close here. That's all. It's what I read of it, too. Saban's salty because he finally lost A&M last year, too. Yeah, and I think that, that that's a huge part of it, I think. I don't know. You and think there's, like, a coaching code there, Break? You know how, like – Yeah, there is. Yeah, 100%. That, that's, that's Saban through the, the guy, the, guy, yes. the guy coaching 100%. code here is being shattered. And Saban is the dirtiest Saban one of all. Apparently, guy code is the most important thing in the fucking world to anybody ever. Uh, so, um, and then the, – I think the shots at Dion are going to come back at a lot of people. Now, I don't know how good of an X's and O's coach Dion is. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that we, we have a small sample size, so I'm not going to pretend it. And I don't also do not have a friendship with Dion. I, I've talked to him maybe once. I do not have one at all with him. Uh, I'm not going to pretend. But Dion is tapping into something with recruits that is about more than money. And if you don't recognize that, then you're behind the times. And if if you sit there and say Deion Sanders, oh, he gave a million dollars, and that's how he got this kid, boy, man, like the Deion's going to be able to go into these living rooms and say, see that they think that you only can come to this HBCU because we're paying you. They don't they don't know you like I do. And he's going to amass a team of four and five stars, and he's going to in two years, three years, yep. he's going to get hired by somebody. He's going to bring that army of four and five stars, and he's going to matter in college football soon. Right now at, at Jackson State, it's 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 beginning. But if Saban keep Saban wouldn't take shots at somebody if he didn't think they were something. And and I feel like I feel like we're at the we're at the bottom of the Dion Mountain here. I don't know where it's going. I don't know if it's going to erupt at some point. But you don't hear shots from from a guy who's won six national titles and an HBCU coach. That's just that's a that's a weird punch. He sees the vision. He sees, he sees the vision. It. He sees it. But him saying this, I believe, will drive more players towards the vision. I think so, too. I mean, you even see all the, the, the Travis Hunter is the name of the player. He, tweet, right. he tweeted this morning, he's like a million dollars. My mother's living in a three-bedroom with five kids. Right. Yeah. Like, we're not, like, we're not, wh- where's the million dollars at? I just, I mean, we talked I mean, about people it. People were thinking that we gave, like, a barstool know, gave yeah, a million dollars. A, lunacy. We talked a little bit about college basketball, and I think it works here, too, as well. It seems like it's being a young man's game. These guys aren't. You know they were the, they had statues and it was their way and don't question me and I'm bigger than life and they have uh, roads named after them and buildings and they're bigger than ever now the playing field is evened a little bit and it's more power to the kids I don't think they want to live in that world you saw a lot of guys leave college basketball Saban's getting fucking pissy like I just think it's turning into a young man's game with the power and the players which might not be the worst thing in the world because these guys were you know untouchable and could do. Whatever they want held so much power. And what they're seeing is that going off that because I think that's a good point. I've said that about you see me in the top recruits in college basketball go into like some smaller schools. Yes. 
I mean, they see, like, Dion invented it. He literally invented the game that is now being, like, so prominently being played by the young athletes because they have the power now. Like, they hold the sword that they never held. Saban held it for 30 years. 100%. So now, and guys, like, a guy like Dion, he yeah. can relate to it. He's like, I. he literally invented it. Roy Williams. Started it. I'd like to also point out one last thing before we move on to calls. You know who the first coach that stood up and said, our quarterback's getting a million, nearly a million dollars a year? Saban. He was the first one to say it. Yeah. Why? Because he knew it was a recruiting tool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stood up and said, oh, yeah, our quarterback, Bryce Young's already got a million dollars. And he hadn't started a game. Before he'd ever taken a meaningful snap at Alabama. So now when, when, the, when the Rabbits got the gun and Jimbo's yeah. out there getting the guys, all of a sudden, well, we do things the right way. I don't know what this is. This is crazy. <laughs> Nick Saban is the greatest coach ever, but he's an insecure little baby about this particular issue. It's like Dabo, the same thing. He's like, oh, like if the second players get paid, I'm out. Uh, the like Dabo play, thing, there. the Dabo thing. I feel yeah. like he's the worst yeah. off in the new NIL world because he really isn't adjusting and he doesn't like taking transfers. He needs to change that policy. Or they're gonna get left behind eventually. The thing about Dabo, the thing about Saban, the thing about Jimbo Fisher, the thing about these guys that have gotten to the top of the sport, what they say isn't real. It's true. Yep. What they say isn't real. Dabo would take twenty-five transfers next year if he could get great. If they were the right guys. Yeah. Dabo. Dabo is going to. Dabo has been able to look left, and while over here on the right, five-star recruits were getting, yep. you know, happy things over here, and, and then he comes back like, all right, let's go win some games, boys. That's what – Dabo's still going to do that. He's still going to tell you about Jesus. He's still going to be doing all that. He'll still still be successful, but they're all full of shit, every single one of them. Your guy, your guy, not mine. Of course, of course uh, Lane just – Pouring just gasoline on the fire on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, nobody just, gives a shit. Yeah. Oh, man. I, Ryan Day just got a nice raise and extension. Like, did he? Yeah, $9.5 million he makes now a year. Interesting. I don't know, man. Don't you need to see a – All the guy's done is make the playoff. Like, what do you like, – I know, but he's, ta- he's, taken, he's taken a playoff team and gotten them to the playoff. It, it, $9.5 million, you, you need to give me a fucking championship. He's working on it. I mean, we're, well, I think this this might be the year. I think this is going to be the best chance we've had since he's been there. Well, I think this is a, a, an interesting year in college football where there's two elite teams and then the rest of the country. Like, Georgia's taking a step back. Clemson's not there anymore. Uh, but Ohio State and Alabama are both primed to peak this year at the same time. And I don't know how often they're primed to peak at the same time, but I, I, I just can't see a world where they're not playing for the national title, them two against each other. I can't see a world – I don't know Alabama's schedule off the top of my head. I can't see a world where Ohio State loses a game at all. I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, we're going to be favored in every game. For I think sure. they're going to open up. I mean, I mean we're two touchdown favorites over Notre September Dame. September 3rd, they're going to beat the shit out of Notre Dame to open the season. And you got Michigan at home. Um, you know, Michigan State on the road, they're they're not anything to worry about, I don't think, this year. Notre Dame is a significant step back. Like, you're not even worried about those? I don't think they're a significant. Not really, especially, especially in, yeah. in Ohio Stadium. That's fine. I'm just genuinely. I don't think Notre Dame's taking a significant step back. I just don't know if they're taking a step forward in Ohio State. I think State we've taken a step forward. I think the yeah. defense is going to be a lot better, That's too, Ohio totally State. Fine. And they hired what might be the best defense coordinator in the country. I love guy. that hire. No I'm, one's I'm ever excited. had good I'm defense in Oklahoma State. That's, no, and like, that's, that's you know, been the problem in, in, like, the day era. We haven't got the defense figured out. I think now we finally are. All right. I lied. I'm going four minutes early. No, I'll go three minutes early. Have you read that ad yet? have not. Let's talk about game time. Created by fans for fans. NHL playoffs and NBA playoffs rolling. No better place to get a last-minute ticket than game time. It's a new ticketing app that makes it easier than ever to score last-minute deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows, and they guarantee you the lowest price. 
The purchase process takes just two taps and ten seconds. And once you buy your tickets, they're delivered directly to your phone. No printer needed. Which I've had a lot of problems with in the past. That's a really good good move by them. The app also allows you to easily share tickets with friends via text so you can get into the game seamlessly. So skip the hassle and enjoy the moment because they have cracked the code on how to score deals on last-minute tickets, and they are the exclusive ticketing partner of Barstool Sports. Download the GameTime app, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Download the GameTime app and go to the account tab to create a login and redeem code CENTRAL for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Oh, guaranteed. I know we were cursing today on the show. Yeah. A little, little take from the, the, the old rock days, WWF. You know, he always said guaranteed. We will uh, start um, with a guy I'm, I'm a little mad at, but uh, he is still the boy, and he will go first. Mark in Philly, hello. Sup, fellas. I got on Brandon's side today, so I apologize for the Dak Prescott slander on Twitter. I brought, It was Dallas Cowboys slander and not Mississippi State slander. I'll call into the college football show later today. We'll discuss Will Rogers' Heisman candidacy for the year. I'll get out of the doghouse. Now, for tonight. What's your take? Why are you apologizing? Stand by. You're That's a my dick, man. Dude, he's a Philly fan. He's got to go with the Cowboys. No, but he, he said, this is what he said. This is what he said. Somebody put uh, somebody had a draft of the most likable players in the NFL. Somebody put Dak Prescott in the draft. And he quote tweeted it and said, by the way, I don't even hate Dak. I don't think he's all that hateable. But he's also not at all likable. Dak Prescott's a wonderful human being. Just a great guy. I think he's down the middle. somewhere in the middle. He's no. just straight. I don't think anybody ha- hates or loves. Dak Prescott's right definitely not hateable. Fantastic. I don't think he's Look, hateable. I, don't, I've, I had Dak on radio before he got drafted in Shreveport, and it couldn't have been nicer to me. And what the hell was I back then? Couldn't have been cooler. That's got to count for something. At least it does in my book. I will say I'm obviously a bit biased, like Mint said, as a Philly fan. I will say he did have the worst part of my take interview in, like, the history of their podcast. Well, that was Dan Marino. That's fair. Dan Marino was right there. That, you know, I don't think anyone's defending Dan Marino. as he was bad, too. Calling him the most likable guy in the sport. But everything I was saying was in relation to the top 12 most likable players in the history of the sport. I think – Dak getting drafted in that is a, a little crazy. But moving on from that, for tonight, I'm ice cold right now, so take this with a grain of salt. But I'm going with the trends, and I'm going with Celtics team total over 101.5. Last game, they had their worst shooting quarter of the last four years of their franchise and still put up 107 in game one. And, in fact, they've scored 107-plus in their last five playoff games and they've only failed to score 102-plus over this number in two of their 12 playoff games and in two of their last 17 games dating back to the regular season. Marcus Smart is probable. Derek White is out. White being out actually hurts their chances to win, but it hurts them on defense a lot more than offense. He was scared on offense in that first game, so I think it might help their offense. Uh, So I I think Boston team total over 101.5 is the best bet from that game above from either side. They are going to take a lot of threes. What do you What do you guys think about that? I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm just on the heat, so I, I couldn't take the Celtics team total. But I mean, I, I mean, the stats definitely I'm on the over. So, eight. so yeah, it works for you. Yeah, it works for me. So. I, I like it because they're going to shoot a ton of threes. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. We go to Jalen Brown. Do a really big. He had a horrible game one. They need him to bounce back. All right. Uh, we go to Nick in uh, in Alabama. What's up, Nick? What's up, boys? Um, Rico. I. Big get for the basketball team last night. Got that guy from Bonaventure. Yep. How do you think the team's going to get this year? Uh, they still got a roster spot. 
They'll be all right. They got to figure it out on defense. They really do. Um, got to figure it out on defense. Yeah. Mincy, uh, big Saints fan. How do you think we'll do this year? I, I, I think the offseason, I mean, losing Sean Payton can never be a good thing. But the the moves have been spectacular since then, and uh, I love the Honey Badger move. is going to be great across the board. I think getting Jarvis Landry on a one-year $3 million deal with a $3 million incentives when he's trying to redeem his value and going home is a goldmine cheap move. Uh, they finally got weapons. I mean, I think a lot of it's going to be health. Can uh, you know How long will Kamara be suspended? But I feel optimistic. I think the weapons are there, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to win 12 or 13 games, but I think 10 and 7 is in play. And if they win those early division games, they could fight battle for the South. All right. We go to uh, line, I don't know. Of schedule, though. You want to relax? I like how you said I'm optimistic. When have you ever not been optimistic? That's true. I wasn't optimistic when Ian Book was out there on the field last year. I'll, I'll say that. We go to <laughs> Alex in North Carolina. What's up, Alex? Brandon, Mincy, what's up, Rico? Big Ev. Uh, I called in last week regarding announcers you want to hear on a big game you have mm-hmm. and how it might affect the vibes. So a spin on that. I have a two-parter. What are some of your off-the-wall superstitions you have for a big game? For me, number one, I hate talking about the bet. And oddly, I would much rather be at home, alone, yep. locked in, sitting on the couch. And then the second part, how does being on a live stream affect your superstition preparation and the vibes around yeah. your bet? I feel like that would absolutely kill me. It affects it 100%. It, it does. It, it you know, sucks sometimes, but sometimes when you're going good, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It feels great. It's awesome to let the world see you win. Um, one of my – and this, is, this doesn't, isn't conducive to live streams at all. If I, if I got a bet and it's either tight in the first quarter or if it goes – if I'm a little down or maybe second quarter – I need to, I'm just not going to watch. I just need to have about a 15, 20-minute 20, 20 period where I just turn it off oh, and I don't God. watch. It drives me insane. And I turn it off, and I just I look elsewhere, and then I come back, and I'm like, okay. And it's like one of those, like, I just need something to turn it, and, and, and that's what I do. Oh, no, that complete, can't do that? complete opposite. You can't do I, that? I'm, and a oh, lot I, of times I get in, the shits. I'm running to the bathroom with the phone. No, I can't not look away. I do that in oh, basketball. Yeah. I can't do it in football. Football, I got to watch. Yeah. I, I can do it. I, I'm like – all right, down, I'm down 7-3. They got the ball. This is just bad. Let me uh, – what's on Comedy Central? I got to get my mind or – Basketball, I do it all the time. Walk outside or something. One I have is when you bet unders, I hate – like it's not even fun to watch the game. It's like better to follow the box score and check it in. Because when you have unders, it's like the worst to cheer for nothing to happen. Yeah. It's just an awful, awful thing. And so that, that part's a little – and then the other thing – I'm at a point now where I like when game you're at a sports bar and the game doesn't have sound. Yep. I feel disconnected from the game if I don't have the sound on the game somewhere. I feel yeah. like that's a thing too. A big right. one with the multiple TVs. Got to have the sound. Got to have other the nervous thing too. It starts going bad. I start cleaning. I'm a messy person. Oh yeah, I'll clean. I start folding shit. I wash my TV. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll scrub my TV. Yep. Yeah, start I'll folding fucking... shit, pulling shit out of drawers. Yeah. Like so, but are you the type? So me, like for example, I said I do it when I watch basketball. If things, if I turn it off and things start turning the right way, I will continue to not watch. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have you to. Have to. All right, thank you. Uh, the other night, I was, uh, I was, uh, and I, I, it was a small bet. I was just doing it to do it. But it was the Rangers and the uh, it was Game Seven of, of the hockey series, and I'm watching it, and uh, the Rangers went down two one, and and I was like, fuck, my TV looks a little. I just, and I went to start scrubbing. They scored a goal, and I'm just oh, felt so fucking good. I was scrubbing my TV. My TV is so clean right now. God damn, my TV is clean. 
I don't think it'll ever be dirty again. And it wasn't dirty, dirty, but it was just uh, uh, an ice rink will show you how dirty your TV is. What do you use to clean the TV? Just a uh, glass cleaner, Windex, and, 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 a, and a paper towel. Yeah, probably hurts the TV. But I went out and bought something. I'm rich. Probably the same shit as Windex. Yeah, yeah you bought charge. great value glass cleaner? No, I bought the uh, TV cleaner in the bottle, and it comes That's with Windex. the whole fucking thing. It's definitely Windex. Ah, it's Windex. Um, Got duped. I can see where that. Hey, Marty. What's How up? we doing? Good, good, good. 5.3 miles away, hour and 10 minutes. That's how it is getting in the city right now? Yep. Rain. Watch the end of that coin. That was a wild stream yesterday. Yeah, yeah no, that was, uh, that was, I was watching it. That was, that was what the corn boys do last night? We did it like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It was fantastic. Oh. How'd the stream end? Uh, we won 7K. Seven. Oh, I had a shot at that. Two, what was that, yeah, 200 yeah. or 100K? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all were really close. That's yeah. what I was watching. All right. Uh, we're on the phones right now. We're just taking phone calls. So. Love that. Marty's here now if you want to. A horrible gambling night last night. 0-4. Yeah, everybody did. Saw it. Horrible. 8-8-8, stool 22. Mavericks had fucking no chance. Yeah. Neither, neither did the under in Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> you had the under. <laughs> that one's, I feel like that's a goals. better loss. I'd rather lose. You can like laugh that. at that loss. Yeah, like oh, yeah. To lose, like, you lost that in the first six minutes of the Listen, game. I have the Rangers and the fucking Flames to to get to, the, to win the whole thing. So I'm I'm just riding out the future. My favorite Rangers thing that you do, just multiple futures. Just, just it's only two. It's fucking I'm, I know, but it, by the time the Stanley Cup gets here, it's going to be at least four. No. It'll be at least, at least one more. No way. You th- Tell me you want to add another one. I won't. I don't want to. Well, I fucking know about them. What do you know about the Rangers and the Flames? <laughs> Rangers are home. Flames, I got told. No. Rangers are not at home. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Rangers are the home team. Okay, okay, all right. I all right. got told about the Flames. Like, I right. also seek these out. Like, I got to have a little skin in the game. All these right. weren't my picks. Cup two birdies flew them in. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Let's go with uh, Wolf in Missouri. Wolf. Hey, what's going on, fellas? I've got a pick tonight for the Blues Avalanche game. Now, Ryan O'Reilly has started off hot as shit for these playoffs. Out of the seven games they've played, he scored in six of the games. Four of them have been power play goals. Two of them have been at full strength. I don't know why people haven't been talking about this more. I've been telling them this whole playoff, and he made me a shit ton of money. So, Ryan O'Reilly, anytime goal scorer tonight, Tuesday around sitting about plus 240. That's my pick for the night. All right. Thank you very much, Ryan O'Reilly. I'm just in a plus 240, six out of seven. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, we go to uh, also, if he's hit at six out of seven, that's 240 seems like it ought to go down a little bit. Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy number if that's. Wow. What did somebody call in that one time we were getting fascinated by, like shots on goal or the guy? Like we we were like, oh, that's fun to root for. I mean, yeah. Chief Chief gave out when he was on yeah. the other day. He gave out like it was over like two and a half shots. shots on it was a while ago though. We were just like, oh, that's easy to root. Yeah, for. we're idiots though. Tony in the West Loop. <laughs> Take Central Army strong, full crew today. I gotta say, Mark and Philly gets more airtime than the General and Marty combined. Put him on the masthead. Give him his play. He wants it. Yeah, he wants it. He's hungry, but I, you know, I gotta I gotta do what I gotta do. You and you know what? No better time to say that than this week. Is that right? <laughs> what else you got? All right. Uh, so I was going to say I, I had something for pucks, but I want to put my I want to put a stamp on something. Yeah. Tyler Molly and Quantrill of qualified starting pitchers, both in the top ten or bottom ten of expected fielder independent pitching. Both of them have more than twenty plate appearances against the other rosters 
current starting lineup. Both are above 330 in expected on base average. First inning, two score, yes, is even. That's my stamp. Put it on it, boys. Be good. I'll talk to you soon. What do they call that, the year fee? <laughs> so, yes runs first inning? Yes, first inning run. Okay. You're on the Guardians, right? Yeah, I'm on the yeah. Guardians. Um, well, I'm surprised we just done so well at just going straight to Guardians. I haven't. You're still behind a little bit. Yeah, I still can't get it. Oh. Like I almost don't want to bet them because I don't want to say it. I mean, you, the, as many slurs as I hear you say, uh, <laughs> away from this show, I, you just uh, you, you can't you don't say Indians anymore. Good for you. Good for you. You couldn't end on a tie, huh? Oh well, you know, <laughs> got to start. Got to have some interesting. Uh, see if you can get a buzzer beater or something tied up. Jeremy in Ohio. Hello, Jeremy. Jeremy. Dump him. G J J Rim. Dump him. No, just wait. I believe in people. I'm not you. Jeremy. Oh, you fucking idiot. Get off mute. Was he on mute? That's usually the common it's usually oh. the common thing. Oh, because they mute themselves. Okay. 888 stool 22. 888 stool 22. We go to uh, Sean in Maryland. Hello, Sean. Guys, uh, no, it's not Gas on Friday, but the boys are looking great today. And Brandon, for being the only one in the room not wearing a hat, uh, your hair is looking fantastic today. Thank you. A uh, question I have for you guys is why are we not seeing more things in college football move towards like bigger cities where there's stereotyped to be more money? So, like the schools that are closer to them, like USC, uh, you could see Texas making a little bit of progress, but not a ton. Like with all the money that's now going to be able to be out there, like why isn't the why aren't the places that are supposed to have more money well more players? I don't think there's a connection in size of the place and the money of the school at all. Like A and M is not in a big place. A and M's got this huge endowment. It's just all it's all about it's all about the alumni base and booster and money. The booster money is it's not about the, the money in the general area. Um I don't know how to really articulate the best. Ben Mintz has a chance. I have an articulate. My point is a lot of the, the big college things is they're the only game in town. You know, like a lot of times in L.A. you're competing with the pro sports. Tuscaloosa, Alabama, you're everything. I mean, and I think that's, you know, you see that in a lot of the big college towns. It's just all in. That's all everybody cares about. You're not competing for other, with other stuff. It's think, not about the city money. It's about that, yeah. that like – A sweet booster that money. Texas yeah. LLC money. It's about T. Boone Pickens. It's yeah. about it's about uh, Bobby Louder down in Auburn. It's mm-hmm. about whoever's uh, – you know the oil money in Texas A and M. There's 30 oil tycoons that just want to just have stupid money. There's 12 farm families in Nebraska that run Nebraska's football program. They're nowhere near a big city. It's just, it's just, I don't know. What percentage of boosters do you think are down to earth, or are they just old stuffed shirts? Zero. Really? Zero. It's that low? No. They, they, zero. There's gotta be one. A couple. A rich booster. Guys a that. booster who is rich enough to affect a college football program is so. In love with the smell of his or her own shit, he, down to earth will left a lot. They think they are bigger than the universe. The Auburn people that tried to get that coach fired last year did it because they think they're bigger than the university. There is no such thing as a huge booster, a huge humble booster. Doesn't happen. I agree with Brandon because their because their point is that they're say booster puts up five mil like. I'm more important than this guy, this guy, this guy. They're like, I'm. Yeah. The, if I'm putting five million into the program, I'm. Up, I'm this. I guess I don't know enough about the very nature like, of like, giving your own money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that I'm fucking important? Correct. You're buying importance. 
Boom. Right. That's what it is. Like, like I look at it is. like a guy like McConaughey who just fucking loves tech. Like he doesn't want the opinions. Yeah. He just wants to do that same thing. Wear the cool suit, hang out on the bench, tell guys to get up. Like it's, it's, it's like you know, like Friday Night Lights, like Buddy Garrity. Like you're like I'm yeah, hundred percent. No, I'm I, the guy. Like I give him the money. I'm the I, guy. Yeah, I'm just like, amazed. You, like, you better yeah. take my opinion. Like I thought there'd be you this yeah, much money. a handful of cool guys. Like it might be zero, just do it for the love. Zero 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 one. Like where there is that yeah. rich guy who doesn't actually care, but he does love just loves his school and it's like try and do something with it. But, I think it might depend on the scale of the school. I've met a lot of our boosters that I know like. The Towers couple could have named the practice facility after themselves. They named it after a player instead. Like they donated twenty million dollars. Oh, okay. so. Yeah, but they're from they're, they're from Jersey. They're so not. They're already not humble. They're, they, they have no emotional or prior connection to, to Rutgers. They chose Rutgers as a school to be boosters for. Booster oh. does sound like I don't know. A cool job in but I love them though. Yeah, but you. I want to buy a recruit. I'd rather. I would love yeah, to. Yeah, that's gonna be love awesome. to. I, that's all my my whole goal is to, is to get one recruit. To Courtside seats every game. You just yeah. traveling. I want one recruit to say. Uh, you, so you just have to like laugh at you your touchdown. That was mine. So like, can you like you gotta listen to you about say, shooting? No jokes. Form. Like, if say you are a rich guy, yeah. you don't need to go to work, and you just like decide to start recruiting for like in high school. Can you just no? Be like, you, hey, you don't, you don't do that. What you do is you you let the school know. Hey, uh, I'm willing to do anything to help the program. I'm doing willing, and nobody from school is going to call you. But at some point, somebody's going to reach out and be like, Hey, uh, let's say we're in. Uh, let's let's say we're let's say we're Ohio State. I'm just using it because you said. Uh, there's a kid up in Akron that you need to get to know. There's a kid up in Akron that we need to talk to. Yeah, but I'm saying for your own self, like you are like. I don't think you can go rogue. I don't think it works very well. I think if you're just like, I want this guy, like, hey, I'm, you go to whatever school you want. I'm going to give you a million dollars as your NIL. Yeah. And you're basically like that guy owes you. You're basically putting your money into his future. I love that. And he hopes to. So are you like, talking about a where you have to be recruited as yourself as a booster? Like a spin, like this yeah. is almost like a comedy movie. I could see we, like Will Ferrell taking this. Yeah. I like this as well. You go find a kid in the weeds, he you have him. He's locked up with you. But now these schools have to decide if they're going to be nice to you and recruit you. Yeah, it's like, like a, hey, where's my seat? What's but, my but merch? If you find a kid in the weeds, you don't need to pay him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that he's oh, but you for a reason. You, you pay him so it's concrete, like you own him. You can give him a hundred grand. That You're saying this kid's like coming with me regardless. Like you ain't breaking us up. So when you try to do a backdoor deal on him, like I own him. Don't you ain't paying him. <laughs> but now you got to recruit us. And the uh, school's got to see what you know. What's the best that's offer? A, that's a weird investment for him to make. Fair right. enough. I'm just saying. Hypothetical. It's not a sure it's thing. Like yeah. what Rico does with the minor league baseball players with the final. Yeah, <laughs> few of them are out of the league now. Those investments. <laughs> All right, Matt in California. Yeah, hi, first-time caller, long-time listener. Uh, I just wanted to know, I know this is a hypothetical because Saban's not leaving, but who do you think would supersede him or take his job if that position became open because don't even of know. these new rules that he's not liking? That's the most unanswerable question. Who do you think could? Saban's replacement? Um, Dabo. Dabo. Dabo, easy. Dabo, done. Alabama guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, Dabo is the next guy at Alabama, and the fact that it's coinciding yeah. with uh, Clemson coming down to earth a little bit last year, like – Dabo's the next guy. Dabo is the sure. only guy. There are a couple – maybe Jimbo's getting in that, but there's not many people that know how to play the game like Saban and get the guys. Kirby can do it. Jimbo yeah. can do it. And Dabo can do it. And, and by the way, the, what do these all have in common? They got Alabama ties. Like they, they, yeah, just, Dabo went and beat them too. So, all right. all right. Thank you very much. Actually, I'm sorry, Jimbo doesn't have Alabama ties. He, he coached for Saban at LSU. Um, he has Saban ties. We go to Clayton in California. We're hot in California right now. What's up, Clayton? <laughs> Hey guys, big fan of the show. Thank you. Um, I was just calling to bring up the Jimbo and Saban thing. 
And it's hard for me to buy into Jimbo's holier than thou approach when he was letting Jameis run wild and do whatever he wanted at Florida State and then was playing on Saturdays. Obviously, all these big schools cheat and do whatever they can to get the top recruits. But I just thought he came across as fake and like corny as fuck. Well, that's the thing. They're all fake. Saban's got a holier than thou attitude here too, and he's not. He's not clean. He's he's holier than thou. Jimbo's doing it, and they're all they're all just sitting there saying these things, and they're all full of shit. Jimbo, you're right. Jimbo has a holier than thou holier than thou attitude here, and he doesn't deserve one. He's got stuff in his past that just doesn't imply that he should have that, and you're absolutely right. They're, Jimbo had Jameis's back, though. I thought a lot of that stuff was pretty overblown. I mean, there was some overblown. I mean, no, no, well, his, no, 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 I, wait a minute. Wait a I minute. I don't fully see the correlation of like that and the and Jameis. No, wait a minute. Okay, there was some of that was overblown, but if there hadn't been the fucking sexual assault scandal in the first place, yeah, that, that's fair. That opened the fucking yeah, door. Yeah, you got to be on thin ice, be on that. right? So, so obviously, anything you do now is so. so you can have his back, but there's a there's a fucking reason Jameis Winston was Definitely. was was and Saban. He was from Alabama, and Saban did not even sniff him in recruiting, and he was a five star. Saban didn't go after Jameis. No, but wasn't he? I thought the rumor was that Jameis was the first one he ever went and saw in person. I don't know. Well, he decided. I know that they backed off. Like that was like a thing. Because I know I'm pretty sure I read a story that Jameis was like he was so good. Saban actually went and saw him like at high school. I mean, he had never done that for anybody. He personally went. Really? To his high school field and watch them play. I feel like he's gone. I, I don't know what this if that story is true, but I feel like Saban's probably gone to see a lot of people yeah. in person. I do. Yeah. So the what I read it was that he actually went like physically to the game. Like, yeah. like obviously he's been to a ton of guys' living rooms and all that's that. That's the thing now. Well, it is harder. People to go just get helicoptered in into games. Yeah, all the that's time right. On the, the thing in the South right now is helicopters. Yeah, everybody just goes. They'll hit two yeah. or three games on yeah. Friday, and, and you'll, you'll, you'll be thing. like you'll be in second quarter, and all of a sudden yeah. you hear a helicopter and you see it land behind the yeah. field house. I know Kirby. Like Kirby went to a like Justin Fields game. He went and saw him play in high yeah. school. This is not uncommon. This happens a lot. Oh, I understand. Yeah, well, like Ryan Day probably goes every Friday night somewhere. But I'm saying, I, I just it was something I read a while ago that no. Saban didn't do that, and he but did it for What I got out of today was that, uh, I mean, every coach cheats. Every coach has tried to cheat. Especially Nate Oates. I think it's now like they all think that they cheated less than the other people, and they start to get mad when someone else calls them out. Oh, I don't think that's right. I, I, I think, well, it's, it's kind of right. Uh, I think they cheat. I cheat. I know you cheat. You beat me for that recruit, fuck you. I'm sad, and I'm going to say something about it. Yeah, I don't know if you cheated more. You just beat me. Like, yeah. like I guess it, that is implying cheated more. A lot of people, uh, I feel like they're like, we don't, we're we're such a clean program, but like it's like they had other people cheat for them, and they like they haven't technically done it themselves or something. Like, I don't. know. Are you picking your belly button? No. Look at that bruise. Uh, that from from Saturday the wrestling week, match. Yeah. I was. Uh, you know what's sad about it, Marty? What's that? I'm so fat. I didn't even see this bruise until like just found it. Yeah, <laughs> just down there. Um, all right, let's get a couple more call. It wasn't a lot of funny parts of that Jameis thing, but the two things that did were ridiculous in that was when he suited up and Jimbo had to be like, "Dude, you're not playing." Suspended yeah. fully. And the other thing was him to make that joke of you know like the, okay, right like, in the, pussy. Yeah, right in the pussy. three years later three fucking years it was like dude you're the like this is the oldest joke in the book you fucking yell that in the i think he's just a 19 year old goofball i know but even then it's like dude that's played out or whatever i he's a All wild right. dude we'll go to landon in georgia 
Hey, what's up, boss? How you guys doing today? Good. What's going on? I've got a question about uh, just Georgia football. With all this Nick Saban and Jimbo crap, where do you guys see Georgia in the next five years? I mean, they're, they've arrived. I think they'll be a constant national title contender. I don't know if they'll, they'll be uh, a serious threat this year, but next year they'll be right back once they, uh, once they restock the defense with uh, you know 12 first-round picks um, and get them a little exactly. experience. They'll, they'll be right back. Uh, he. He recruits it to you know he he buys too good of groceries to not give you a delicious meal. I think you're gonna you're damn you're good. You damn right, brother. <laughs> you're gonna be eating good for a while. <laughs> now they're here to stay. For Everybody's sure. cheating, man. Why are they talking about oh it was cheating? Everybody's cheating, man. Yeah, it, it it's almost to the point. It's not really cheating because everybody everybody's Everyone doing. Knows, it. Yeah. That's just Saban's just being it's, a little crybaby about it. I yeah. Think. I think Bowling Green right. runs a pretty clean program given their results. You think who does? Bowling Green beat Minnesota last year. Well, that's PJ Fleck being in the graveyard. He'd uh, be the Big Ten. Team. I don't think they're paying people. You think the Mets are fucked? Yeah. Sad. I think they're fine. I think they'll be fine too. Scherzer's out for a well, while. They, they, I mean, how long? I think they'll be fine. I don't know. He hurt his ass and he kind of went like this. So we don't. He said it tightened up. He said he, he oh, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. He said that. Uh, well, I'll read this tweet. Why? What are you laughing at? Max Scherzer does indeed have an oblique injury. That injury can have a wide variance from a time missed. No right. official word yet, but it could take a month or. Well, I mean, the other thing is just you know, like <laughs> Frank's tweet. There goes the season. Right. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't release uh, Degrom's MRI. Like so, the whole. Th- I convinced myself. I talked myself into being like Scherzer can go win your World Series by himself, if we even if we don't get the ground back. Now you're talking about losing the both of them. I don't think Bassett can go. Yeah, win but you're not World losing Series. them for September. You're losing them for fucking. We'll see, yeah, I mean, but he's you know damaged car. Like they don't come back. He reaggravates it. He goes back out. We saw it with the ground. Like if you, if you just pl- saying, if you play 500 baseball between now and the end of June, you're in first place. You're still in first place at the end of uh, at the end of June. Most likely. You don't think the Braves? You don't think the no, Braves? The, Bra- the, Bra- the Braves are so far ahead of the Braves right now. Like they'd have to go on Six such a seven. tear. Yeah, I don't buy the Phillies. You're right. Yeah, I, I, to bring this about the Yankees. Nationals stink. The Yankees were are twenty eight and nine, and they were seven and six. <laughs> That's wow. crazy. We've won twenty one to twenty four. Sick. <laughs> That's actually not. Judge. They're also the setting up, and, and I'm not taking a shot at the Yankees at all, at all but the. The Rays are just sitting there, right, right yeah, in their wake. Playing great, oh, yeah. right. right well, just the thing is, no one's like, saying skiing right the behind Yankees them. Are doing what they have to do to these shitty teams, and they usually don't. So the, the next couple series is going to be tough. They'll that. go get somebody too. They'll 100 percent go get. Somebody. Oh, the, for sure. I mean, the Mets right now are six games up on the Phillies. They're 25 and 14. You play, you play 500 baseball. Yeah, still 11 games over 500. Now, you know, if you, you go below that, I don't think. Fair, but it's like we talked about, like, you know, like how Dan kind of talks about the Bears limping into the NFL playoffs. Like, yeah, okay, we made the playoffs, but we don't have the horses to Baseball's win. Baseball's so I got you. fucking long. But I just don't think you have the horses to win the whole thing. That, that's it's also really that's haven't all. made the playoffs in so long. Like it's, that's a good thing. 100%. You know, like us making the playoffs now is like, all right, fucking win something. You just you can't just keep yeah. it. All right, 888-STOOL-22. Thank you for calling. I don't know why I said that. I'm not taking any more calls. Thank you for everybody that was on the line, didn't get in. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you participating. Thank you very much. Uh, Marty appreciates this. Big Ev appreciates it. Ben Mintz appreciates it. So uh, we will go to picks right now. We will go with, uh, let's see. Why don't, why don't we get crazy here? Mintz, why don't you lead us off? All right, I did three few PGA championships. I have John Rahm, Shane Lowry, and Sam Burns. I had Spieth over Rory, which looks bad, and I had Cam Smith tonight. I got the Heat first half in game, and whenever the college baseball lines come out, I'm back in Ole Miss because we won six in a row with Dylan Delicia on, on the Friday. Playing? playing Texas A&M, big series in Oxford. 
really big series. Are you going to make the tournament? Yeah. Looks like it. Got to Not the SEC tournament. No, we're, we're making both. All-time comeback, one seven in a row. It. And then you guys are going to you're going to get embarrassed and you're going to fire him, aren't you? I think he has to make Omaha to save his job. It's that bad. I think people are that sick of it. Uh, Marty Mush. Uh, I got the Yankees minus one and a half. They're already up uh, two nothing. Um, I have the Heat minus three and a half, and I got the Padres. All right, uh, Big F. Oh, me and Marty have every single pick on Marty's card on my card as well. <laughs> He's hot. I also, have the, I also, I got the Guardians money line. I'm on the Cardinals. Uh, that starts soon as well. I like them today, and then I also got the Hit Parade that'll be out in a little bit. Yeah, sorry, TJ, Hit Parade as well. Rico Bosco. Yeah, I'm on the Hit Parade. I did something wacky with the Padres. Padres have been very good winning series. This is a rubber game. Uh, it's like plus 100. Move the line. It's a minus one. You're getting plus 143. Astros team total over four and a half. I think they smash them. Mets, Yankees, money line parlay is plus money. Uh, and the Hit Parade. I'm adding the Cardinals to my card. That's crazy line. Okay, I have got. I guess uh, I'm the only only guy in the company who believes in the Boston Celtics. I've got the Celtics money line tonight. Uh, Celtics money line and the over. I think they're going to come out and uh, and score. Uh, and then I have Panthers Lightning under six and a half. And here's my logic: there, there is none. I just think it's going to go. I'm just betting. Elio loves the Panthers for what it's worth. I'm going to take the Panthers because of what Elio. Elio loves. Elio them. has not been great recently. It's two and out last night. No. Okay. Uh, I'm just them. I'm just saying. You got to present both sides of the coin. Fair. All right. Good show, boys. <laughs>